New video into Outfront showing the bombing and destruction of a Russian nuclear weapons cache near Bakhmut. Now, this is according to the Ukrainian military. And the images come as Russia is slamming the United States for a weapon the U.S. is sending to Ukraine for the first time ever, which is depleted uranium munitions, which are mildly radioactive shells with armor-piercing capabilities. The Russian military calling the move a, quote, criminal act that will escalate hostilities. Melissa Bell is out front with the story and a report you'll see here first. The sound of war. Only not in Ukraine this time. It's increasingly common in Russia now, too. Emergency workers arrive quickly on the scene, less than a kilometer from Russia's southern military headquarters. This war is now being brought most days to the civilians of the country that started it. A window frame fell out. The glass shattered. I stood up and started cleaning up. What else could I do? And beyond the two drones that targeted Rostov-on-Don in the early hours of Thursday, a third was intercepted on its way to Moscow, according to the city's mayor. The people are suffering because of Russia's special military operation in Ukraine, says one resident. Let Putin come here and see what is going on, she urges. For civilians in Ukraine, meanwhile, the war is all too familiar. A Russian drone attack in the Odessa region killed one on Wednesday as Russians targeted agriculture infrastructure and port facilities for the fourth day in a row. The attacks now pushing the war dangerously westwards with what may be Russian drone debris found this week on the soil of NATO member Romania, just across the border from the Odessa region. I don't feel safe here. I'm on the Romanian shore and I do not feel safe. We got used to the sirens. During the day we ignore them, but our souls tense up when they ring at night. The sound of sirens and the fallout of this war, spreading ever more widely, even as they become routine. Erin, meanwhile, here in Ukraine, the counteroffensive is continuing southwards along that Zaporizhia line. That's what we're hearing from the Ukrainian side. Uh, there is news of, again, intense fighting today, intense mortar, rocket, artillery fire. A saturation, said one sort of infantry on the battlefield, with uh, Russian positions adding equipment and men all the time. And still, what we hear is that slowly but surely, ever more southwards, the Ukrainians manage uh, to move huge loss to both sides, their ultimate aim, Tokmak, from which they should have a, a view on the uh, supply lines of Russia towards Crimea. Erin. All right, Melissa, thank you very much in Kyiv. And out front now, Republican Congressman Mike Turner of Ohio, the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. And chairman, I, I really appreciate your time. So, um, you know, you, you heard Melissa talking about step by step in the South. And it had been much slower than expected at first, but it, it has picked up steam. I mean, it appears from all accounts that the Ukrainians have picked up some serious steam in the South. Um, Secretary of State Blinken uh, in Kyiv is, is saying as much. Um, but you saw the defense minister, obviously, Reznikov, very well known, public face of the war, sacked amid a corruption probe. Uh, do you believe it is still worth it for the United States to send whatever needs to be sent to Ukraine? Absolutely. And what was key about what Melissa was saying is that um, the the offensive uh, is is successful because they're still on offense on the offensive. When, yeah. when Ukraine was able to make that shift, that they're on the offensive and not just the defensive, and that that line was one that that they were challenging. <clears throat> excuse me. That wasn't just Russia. <clears throat> excuse me. Holding the line and progressing into Ukraine. 
that that made a big difference. So, um, <clears throat> as you know, of course, I mean, you've been steadfast in your support, but there are many Republicans um, who are very vocal questioning it and saying that this is not a national interest to the United States. What is this? What, are, what is America doing? Um, here are a few of your colleagues. We're actually helping China, weakening ourselves all to figure out which guy in a sweatsuit gets to run Crimea. And that doesn't seem like America's interest to me. The United States needs to be pushing for peace in Ukraine, not funding a proxy war with Russia. We can't afford another foreign war. There's conflicts all over the world that we're not getting involved in. And, and this is Europe's war. We ought to let them fight it. All right, I know you talked to them. And um, how do you break through? How do you convince them that, that it's not the way they see it? Well, they're not really the audience. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> they have a very public position, and, and they're making it known. The audience really is the American public, and I think the American public understand that we actually have to listen to our adversary, that what they say makes a difference. What Vladimir Putin has said are his intentions require that we be involved. It's not just Ukraine or that Ukraine is, is a, a, a you know, democracy, that the um, atrocities that are happening need to, to stop. Um, even though that should be enough. But what's greater right, it is be enough, but what's greater is that Putin has said it's not just about Ukraine. It's about Eastern Europe. It's about Poland. Yes. Uh, yes. This this is his design to to really uh, expand a war in Europe and to try to take territory that he believes that he un, un, you know wrongly lost when the Soviet Union collapsed. And and uh, there's also the the role here. The United States has decisions to make about what to send in terms of weapons, equipment, money, all of that. Um, but perhaps the most powerful individual in the United States when it comes to this war is Elon Musk, right, with his Starlink. Uh, it has been crucial for the war. Ukraine wouldn't be where they are without him. And yet, CNN is exclusively reporting that Walter Isaacson's forthcoming biography of Musk uh, says that Musk secretly ordered the Starlink satellite service turned off near Crimea uh, to disrupt a Ukrainian sneak attack on the Russian Navy there. He turned it off so that the Ukrainians couldn't do it because he had a fear that that would provoke Putin to use nuclear weapons. Now, Chairman, when you hear that and you think about it, Elon Musk was able to stop an attack, what do you think about a private citizen, a billionaire who's very vocal about what he thinks in any given moment about any given thing to have this much power in this war? Well, one thing that's, that's, that's clear is the Starlink system was absolutely essential for Ukraine to defend themselves. Yes. And, and you certainly get into this, this uh, gray area of where the private sector and, and, and state action and conflicts arise. I mean, we, we sometimes have it in, in when you look at the defense industrial base. But when you have in actual operations uh, of a conflict, it certainly gets more problematic. Uh, but in, uh, in looking at this, uh, overall, the Starlink system and Elon Musk's uh, support for Ukraine has been overwhelmingly positive. Overwhelmingly positive. But, and so, so when you see this, you, do, you, do you cringe? Or you just say, on balance, it's still been good? good? I, I think that, Both. that <laughs> yes, you, that this, is, this has had an unbelievable impact. Ukraine would not be where it is today if it had not been for Starlink and the ability for Elon right. Musk to step in and say, I'm going to give them the capabilities that Russia is working diligently to take down. Okay, yeah, it is incredible though to think uh, one person can say okay, you could do this, but not do that in terms of attacks. And um, on the reverse, uh, Putin yeah. probably sees it the other way that he shouldn't be in there at all. Right, right. So, well, that's a fair yeah. point. All right, well, Chairman, it's good to see you, and Thank I appreciate. You. Nice to have you in person.